You're listening to the Better Health Podcast with April, a platform dedicated to coaching women in areas of health, lifestyle, and legacy by speaking with leading health and wealth experts and with the goal to inspire women to thrive in their lives today and in the future. Now, on to today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to the very first episode of the Better Health Podcast with April. I'm so excited you're listening and thank you so much for all your support through all of this. It means the world to me. I just cannot wait to give information and bring in awareness to different health topics that most people may not know about or did not know before. So here's the thing. On Tuesdays, I normally will have an interview with an awesome guest an expert in a certain field. But today, it's kind of the intro, and so I want to just give a little background on myself and my health journey. Thursdays will be my solo episodes where I talk about a specific health topic, and it will be a little bit quicker than the interviews and um, to the point on certain things. So I'm going to be honest with you guys. I am a little nervous doing this because First off, I notice I do have a very strong Midwestern accent. I am from Wisconsin, so I'm just going to embrace that. And I am no expert in podcasting. I'm definitely going to be making mistakes. And however, it is such a learning process. And it's so cool to be able to see how I can grow through it all and get better and better. And the lesson behind it all is how are you supposed to get good at something if you don't go for it and practice and try? So many people, including myself, fear failure and fear what others are going to think or am I going to be bad at it? And it's like, okay, honestly, yeah, I'm not going to be the best at this right away, but I'm going to grow and learn so much from it and I'm going to get better and better because I'm going to put that hard work in towards it. So if you're a woman who struggled with fatigue or hormonal issues, stress, anxiety, depression, I understand you and I know where you're coming from and it is not easy. You feel hopeless and you feel like that's just the way you are and there's nothing you can do to change it. But let me tell you, in my health journey that I'm about to share, you will find that you can get through it and I want you to understand that you have responsibility to take the action steps necessary to change your health and it is possible. My health journey and passion for health began with 16-year-old April. I just finished up my sophomore year of high school, and I'm looking in the mirror, and I just don't like what I see. I struggled with body image, and it really began after my sophomore year. I did not like the fact that I had gained weight from the previous year, and ultimately I was frustrated with how I looked and the fact that I was eating the same things other girls were but I was gaining weight and they weren't. However, the light at the end of the tunnel, I chose to make a choice that day to change how I looked through health. I decided one morning after my sophomore year during the summer that I was going to get on a bike every single morning, 6.30 a.m., and bike for about five miles. I changed my eating habits and I exercised throughout the day. And that's when I began to realize that health is not a one-size-fits-all deal. I was different from other girls. Now, looking back, I didn't quite realize it was our genetic makeup. 
I just thought I had issues about myself. I almost felt hopeless at times because I thought I have to put all this hard work in. And yes, I was ex- I was receiving positive results. But honestly, I thought, okay, I really have to work hard to get these positive results while others don't. So despite that frustration that I felt from that, I chose to look past it and continue every single day to work towards my health. Now, my mindset was not in the right place for it all because I wanted to look a certain way because I struggled with that body image. But that's ultimately what kept motivating me. And then seeing the positive results of the energy I had, that continued to fuel me. And so all throughout high school, I was very involved with exercise and eating well. I was in track and field. I played basketball. However, that was also doing damage to my body at the same time. So I stopped getting my cycle for most of my high school years. And when I did get it, it was actually hardly present. And so at the time, I thought, this is awesome. I don't have to worry or stress about my period. And I knew that a lot of girls struggled with it and the pain that they would have every single month. However, I didn't realize the negative cascading effect it was going to have on my body and that it could have on my body. For example, I wasn't really producing any progesterone, which is an estrogen, not an estrogen, a hormone that we need for our body that helps to grow our bones and make our bones strong. And so the fact that I wasn't producing that, who knows what it was doing to my bones. And then by not ovulating, there were signs to that. My body was not having my period because it was telling me that something is not right in your body. So our body, when it's stressed out, focuses on the vital organs, our brain, our heart, things that keep us living. So it pushes our hormones off to the side to focus on the very vital aspects of our body. So the fact that I wasn't getting my period was a sign that something was off, but I looked past that and thought it was a cool thing. After graduating high school, that's when I began to experience depression. It was extremely hard for me to leave the friends that I was pretty much family with and grew up with and end up not seeing them anymore or hardly ever. And that was extremely hard. I needed that people time with the people that I just grew such a deep relationship with. And so not having that, I began to feel like, who even am I? I began to feel hopeless. And so after a few months after graduation, I did get my period back, but I wasn't eating as healthy as I could have. Then it triggered me a few months later when I got the flu where my body completely reset. And I chose at that moment to reset my body by eating healthy and then not overindulging in food, which is great. But I took it to the extreme of really not overindulging in food. I really limited my food intake and ultimately depleted my body. And as a waitress, I was walking a lot and exercising a lot, but I was not eating enough. And despite the fact that I was eating healthier, it still wasn't enough. And so 
that had a negative cascading effect a few months later when I got depression again. Now, oftentimes, depending on your body, if you're not getting the certain nutrient needs that your body ultimately needs to live, you will start to experience side effects to it. So the fact that I wasn't getting enough protein and nutrients, I became depressed through that has struggled with depression. I get it. It is so hard. You feel hopeless. You feel as though there's no point to your life and you ultimately don't even want to live anymore. I get it. And so from that point on, however, I began to realize how strong I could be and I chose to change my mindset and change my dietary habits. So I think that ultimately our brain really controls a lot and it's 80% of the health of our body. So if you are taking steps to work on your brain, work on your mindset, everything seems to fall into place. So I chose to take the stand of, I'm not going to think this way. And it took a lot of work. It wasn't just overnight. And then also get the nutrients I needed by eating enough. And it was hard on me. And I felt at times like I was a failure because I saw that I was gaining a little more weight. Now, I was getting to the point I needed to be to be healthy, but in my eyes as someone that needs certain standards in my life to show progress and to show that I'm doing well or not doing well and a words of affirmation person, seeing the pounds come back on was a negative thing in my mind. And I really had to work on my mindset to understand that, no, this is not negative. I'm not getting fat. I'm getting healthy and I'm giving my body the nutrients it needs. And so through that process, I grew stronger and my body got to the point where it needed to be. And I got my cycle back and my body was ultimately healthy. Now, it's been a roller coaster ever since then where I still struggle with the mindset and body image, but I'm dramatically better than what I used to be. Now, my cycle wasn't quite where it needed to be, however. It was still spotty. There was months where I wouldn't get it. I started exercising to build strength and all of a sudden I'd lose it. And for those that have struggled with that, it's frustrating because it's a sign that you're not healthy and it's a marker that your body is not in the place it needs to be. So despite the fact that in a way it was like a marker to how I was failing at my health, I chose to look at it, at it in a different perspective. And this was kind of another big monumental moment in my life, just the same as when I was my 16-year-old self. So I chose at that moment, I'm going to figure these hormones out and I'm going to realize the beauty in it and how we were designed to have these. So I started to do research. research. I started to dig into certain books. And the first book I read was The Happy Hormone Guide by Shannon Leparsky. And let me tell you, this book opened my eyes to how our bodies work as women. I was amazed that our cycles are in our lives for a reason and not a hindrance. And that each phase has its own unique quality to it. From one of the phases being that dreamer planning mode to another phase being the reflection period time. So after reading and diving into the books, I had this feeling of hope. I had the feeling of hope because 
even though I was struggling and feeling like it's just me, no one else knows this, no one else is struggling with these same, same things, something's wrong with my body, I finally saw that I can get past those struggles and I can help fix them in my body versus just continue in this vicious cycle of feelings of hopelessness. And so I began to take the steps that I was reading about and began to embrace my cycle. And that's when I started to see the results. My hormones became in line and I started a cycle sync, meaning I embraced each phase and ate accordingly to the phases. My period came back. I began to understand where I was in the month and it became consistent and my mood was stable and I just felt so much energy. I never felt that before. And so having that, it was just this breath of fresh air. And I felt like, okay, I am taking a step in the right direction. It was another progress marker for me, for someone that really needs to continue to have um, a status of where I'm at and how I'm doing. So seeing those positive results, I realized this is such a change maker. And I wanted to now bring it to other women and help them with the same thing. Because I know, and after talking with so many women, that there are struggles in every single woman's life with similar things, whether that's PCOS, fibroids, PMS, um, histamine intolerances. I get you. And let me tell you right now, there is hope and you can get through this and you can master your health. Now, am I saying that it's always going to be mastered once you reach that point? Heck no. (laughs) It's always going to be a journey and you're always going to have struggles. I still do to this day. Sometimes I'll have a cycle that is shorter than normal. But rather than thinking and feeling this amount of sadness and hopelessness again, I think about it in a different light. I think about it as, hmm, okay, yes, it's frustrating that my cycle was shorter or that I'm experiencing a headache at a certain time. But why am I feeling that or why am I getting that sign right now? And then I use that to tailor my lifestyle and my lifestyle habits at the time to know what's serving my body well and what's not. And it makes me make the choice and take responsibility over my health where I can change things in my life to affect how I feel and how I perform and the energy I have. So let me tell you right now, although the journey may be hard and although there is a lot of work that needs to go into it, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And once you reach that, you can maintain that and it'll be a lot easier than what it was months or years before. I was able to do it and I know you can as well. And so that's why I'm super excited to bring this podcast to inspire hope in women, to bring an awareness to women, to inform women, because I have so many amazing people in my life that have poured into me and now I want to give back to those people. I want to help those people because of how much they've helped me. Thank you for listening to my health journey. If you related at all to this, feel free to comment on the post that I made on Instagram in regards to this show or reach out to me privately through a private message. I love meeting new people and connecting with my listeners. 
it's always a joy and it's always such an inspiration to me and it keeps me going. This is why I do what I do. And then next week, I'm going to have an awesome episode. So I'm interviewing two experts. Both women have struggled with hormonal issues in the past, and now they are ultimately giving back to other women by serving them through what they've learned with their hormonal issues. And then following that, I'm going to have awesome expert guests as well, such as epigenetic experts, um, women who I'm very close with who have struggled with some kind of health issue and have an inspiring story to tell and how they took responsibility over their health. And then this upcoming Thursday, I will have my solo episode, my very first one other than this one. And it's going to be talking about one specific topic. It'll be about 15 to 30 minutes long. So feel free to share, subscribe, rate, and review my podcast. Anything you can do with that helps a ton. And then that way you are giving back as well and you are part of the community and you are doing your part and your share in regards to information on how we can take responsibility over our health. And there you have it. That's the very first episode of the Better Health Podcast with April. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm so looking forward to the future ones to come. But that's all for now. Take care and talk to you soon. Bye.